Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Welcome to Eat Sleep Rum Repeat, episode 35. A little bit of a different show this week as we um, crossed over to Carl uh, to talk about his London Marathon um, race. So um, let's just get straight into it. Welcome to the show once again, Carl Batty, back from London. Yeah. Good to see you, mate. Yeah, you guys too. Great to be back. Yeah, mate. Well, um, we won't sort of uh, give away your time just yet, but... uh, (laughs) You, you had a good run. How did it all go? Oh, I, I can't. I can't put into words what an experience it was. It's like I said to you guys last week that the experience of a major marathon is wonderful. The, the atmosphere, I mean, it was in places, and I'm not to say one place, I mean multiple places, six deep of crowd. Okay, like coming off Tower Bridge, that's the 21st K, was my fastest K. Um, and my wife was on the corner. I didn't see her, but she's got a picture, and I've counted it. She's six rows back of people. Wow. And the, the noise, honestly, I've never – that's my fourth major. I've never heard noise like that on a marathon course. 42,000 runners and, I reckon, yeah, a million spectators just cramming the course. It's just absolutely incredible. You just swept up in it. Amazing. Oh, Amazing experience. Oh, awesome. And Although you- I can't remember – I can't remember Buckingham Palace. That's what's annoying me. I can't really remember it. That's near the end, isn't it? Oh, it's really? right near that's, the end. So. That's the last right turn. You finish yeah. in front of Buckingham Palace. I remember Big Ben. I remember the Eye. I remember Tower Bridge, all those famous landmarks. Yeah. I just don't really remember Buckingham Palace, but I'll get to that and why that was. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, why don't you um, just tell us about like your, your morning, what time you got up, what you had for breakfast and what time, because you were, you were running, at, you were taking off just before 10 o'clock, weren't you? you just before time? 10, yeah, 9.59, I think I went. Um, yeah. Yeah, my fears about the rail strike were unfounded, but went on something called DLR, there was no strike on that. So got up about six-ish. Yeah, six years had my breakfast. Yeah, had my traditional marathon breakfast, which was um, always buy those those porridges that you just add water to, you know, and those cardboard cups sort of thing. Yeah, put them in the microwave. Put a bit of boiling water in them. Superstition, know, yeah. superstition and, thing, or something yeah, you just having your belly's yeah. happy with. Yeah, so that and a banana. Mm, um, nice. You know, that's about what three and a half hours before. And then I took a banana with me because I said last week the problem. The issue with the major marathon is it's often a big time from when you wake up to when you do it. I'm looking at, what, four hours or so there. A bit different to the Gold Coast. Um, so I got out the door, got a 7.15 train down in Greenwich. I was there in plenty of time. Yeah, plenty of time. So it was a rather calm morning, to be honest, but the nerves were really cranking, really cranking. <laughs> they did say on the um... – I was watching on a few of the Facebook sites and that. They were saying it might be like wet and windy. How was the weather? Yeah, they were saying, um, what were they saying? Interesting, the announcer kept coming over the announce uh, over the microphone and saying, look, I'll just be careful today because we're running in October and it's a bit colder than the April run. Therefore, the risks of overhydration, which is a serious risk for people, yeah. overhydration is a real risk. You won't 
lose as much fluid today as you would in April. So just be aware of that. Um, so the weather was, it was about a oh, 14 degree start. So perfect running weather. Got a bit warm later on. Well, being warm, 16 to 18, but beautiful blue skies. The wind was not really a factor. It wasn't, my, my fears about the Thames and the wind really didn't come into play. I could blame that for the way I finished, but that wasn't the wind, I assure you that. <laughs> <laughs> How was it at the start? I bet there's just thousands of people. Did you get to your area easily and stuff like that? Yeah, it's very well organised. They have this this system of wave allocation where you have a specific time, and it might be 9.43, where you, they open the, the pen, as well, for want of a better word, and you all send this pen. And then you think, oh, we're going to start line now. And then five minutes later, they open another gate and you move on to the road. But that's not the start line. They hold you there. And then a few minutes before, they walk you up about 200 metres up around the corner. And then you're on the start line. So how long did it take you to get there in the end? Oh, on the train, not long. Probably 20 minutes. Yeah, 25 minutes on the so train. So what, what time did you leave the hotel? Oh, about seven, I think. Okay. Yeah, 10 to seven. Yeah. yeah. I was there just before eight o'clock, I think, from memory. And did you have, did you, what did you do? Did you just hang around or did you sort of find somewhere to yeah. sit down? It's, it's hard because I got two hours before I start. So, you know, it's a matter of, yes, trying to stay relaxed. So I, I, I just basically found a patch of grass and sat there and spoke to a lady. You know, it's, it, it's, it's so easy to talk to people at the start of a marathon. People generally want to talk, you know, so yeah. <laughs> where you're from, what time do you want to run? You run it before. You know, just sat around a bit and then it did a, a bit of a warm-up jog uh, beforehand as well um, with some dynamic stretches. And, yeah, that's always a, a challenge is how much to warm up. And you found it fairly easy to, to find where you were going to go and you got sort of directed and pointed oh, in the very, right direction. Very, very easy. I mean, it was excellent organisation. You had a, a lorry number where you put your bags. That was that was a thing as well with these. Not all majors have this where you can take a, a bag to check in. But London do have that, which is good. So you can go, you can take clothes with you and, and basically put them in a bag. I mean, I took, and when did when did you so you took your clothes off to get ready to the start and then you give your bag away? Is that how it works? Or? Well, no, I did I did it, I did it a bit differently. I, I put clothes in the bag I was going to wear at the finish, and then I bought a really cheap tracksuit top, really cheap tracksuit pants, wore them close to the start and just threw them away. They gave them to charity, basically. That's how that's how I tend to do it. Just buy something, some cheap clothes to wear and throw them away. How far, what sort of warm up did you do? Like, did you just jog for a K or just do a few K or? Yeah, I, I didn't do much because I was, I had a bit of a um, a dicey calf. I was a bit concerned about my calf. I had a bit of a strain early in the week. I'm not sure if I told you guys that, but I was sweating on that. Uh, I didn't run. I didn't run from Tuesday of the week. So I, I was really worried that it was going to give way. So I did a really light, light jog for about oh, probably, yeah, five minutes, if that, up and down this, this road. Um, and didn't feel any calf pain at all, so I was excited by that. I would ordinarily do a little bit more than that, but because I wasn't sure how I was going to go, um, but then did a range of dynamic stretches, so things like scoops, quad stretches, um, yeah, single leg lunges, that sort of stuff. I got, I got a question about how far oh, I'm Steve anyway, Spartan, by the way. Um, I was yeah. on last week when you were on yeah. there, yeah, um, yeah, um. In relativity to your time, you obviously got to put a time, a, a, some sort of a approximate finishing time for your start time. Is that so where they grade everyone 
the amount of people there. So how far from what we saw on the TV, how do they grade everyone and how far back were you from that oh. official start line? It's, it's, it's one of the mysteries, to be honest. It, it, it's a mystery how they do it, to be honest, at London. It's, I haven't experienced the way they do this, but you put a predicted time in. Yeah. Um, I, I put 2.49 in um, and then they put you in a wave based on that. But then they have three different starts. Actually, four different. They have red, yellow, green, and blue. Forty-two thousand yep. runners all doing the marathon. Like the yellow was every every qualifier um, for the event was in the yellow, um, and they went just in front of us. Mm. Um, now that was every qualifier. So if you were a sixty-five to sixty-nine-year-old male and you're qualifying time, let's say it was four hours thirty, you're in a wave in front of me. Yep. Okay. Um, so that was part of the reason why traffic was a big problem for me um then they had the elites on a different section so it was all very differently seated it was a bit of a mystery you ask people how they do it and they go oh i've got somebody who's in the green wave who's yeah she's slower than me but she's in a faster wave it was all a bit of a mystery and do, you all go, do you go all go through the same start gate as such or no no okay no there's three right. different start three different starts so red blue and green Blue and green merge first, and at about, I think it's three miles, it suddenly gets really crowded, and that's when you suddenly, <laughs> everyone's together. Big and problem, then yeah. And then it's on, yeah. Did you see the, uh, have you seen the start on TV of the elites where some club runner went sprinting off? Yeah. And then uh, after about four, 500 metres, he was cooked, and he, yeah. he looked over to the pacemaker at his left, and he actually bumped into the pacemaker on his right, and the bloke just pushed him out of the way. Oh, I haven't say. seen that. No. Get, out, get out of the way, you idiot. Yeah. But I, have, just... I have heard. Somebody told me that that guy's trained for that for many years. He always wanted yeah, to do he's, it. He's done that. He's been wanting to do that for a few years. He's been training for it. Yeah. Right. Bet with all his mates and stuff that he was going to do it. So yeah. I don't know where he finished or what time he got. But he, he cooked himself in that first K, that's for sure, I reckon. That, yeah, that class is a pest. They call them a pest, like um, a celebrity pest where they go to sporting events yeah. and stuff and they just piss everyone off for for it's their own little benefit. It's like a streaker, it's a bit, isn't it? It's a bit dangerous. Basically. It's a bit dangerous. Yeah. You get out there, though, into the, into the bloody elites. That's what I want to know. Well, he must have been on the wave behind him because they all go and then they must have let him go. So he must have done a good time to get up there somehow. Yeah. Yeah, but they see it very differently in London. So that was an interesting part of the day. That's crazy. Yeah. So when you sort of left your gate, you would have had so many people already out ahead of you. Yeah, well, to give an example, I passed. I didn't get clear road until about 28K. Wow. Did you feel it slowed you down a bit when you had those people in front of you? Uh, probably lost about two minutes. Yeah. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, I think like, I ran it. Was, you had to weave through them, or was that is that how you were literally doing it? Weaving yeah, I mean, through them? I don't want to distract, detract from it because it was a wonderful experience. It's just fantastic. Um, but I was going from 355 per kilometer pace down to five minutes 30 pace around bends. Yeah. You know, having to check my stride. And yeah, look, I mean, it was just a wonderful day. I had a great time. It's a great event. Um, but yeah, I did lose a lot of time. So yeah. what was your average pace meant to be? Well, to break, yeah, I wanted to break 350 was my aim. So I had to run 359, basically, Yeah. Um, to do that. Yeah. That's what I was aiming for. Yeah, so. So, mate, talk us through your, um, like, 
talk us through the race. Like, how did you um, feel at sort of, you know, halfway and yeah, and, and all that sort of stuff? Did all your yes. nutrition stops go well and everything like that? Yeah. 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 So I have a pretty regimented military style nutrition regime. I, I don't mind sharing it. Yeah. Cool. If, you're inter- if you're interested in that. But basically, yeah. as we all know, the important thing is, is that you, you want to keep your glycogen levels high. You want to keep your hydration level at a good level. You don't, you don't want to catch up. You don't want to get into deficit. Yeah. So my whole aim is to be, I might have said this last week, to be at two hours in a really good nick hydration and and um fuel wise so i have my first yell at 15 minutes in so i set off and i'm running along i check my watch it during the first k and i'm running 355 sort of pace and feeling magnificent calf's good so life's going well um first yell at 15 minutes in the first split at 5k and i was good yeah i was pretty comfortable um so i have a gel every half an hour from 15 minutes so 15, 45, 115, 145, etc. Yeah. And then I have, I have, and this probably does nothing to be honest. This is probably placebo benefits because your body can absorb no more than about 60 grams of glycogen an hour. And you're getting roughly that with two gels. I have two lollies on the half hour and the hour um, that probably do nothing, but just distract me a bit. So I have that too. Yeah, that's, um, even, that's hard to chew lollies and swallow them at that pace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's sort of, I, I, to be honest, and this is a big part of the marathon, as you know, it's the mental game. It's, it's, it's what you focus on. So I use it as, I'm not going to think about anything except when I have those first two lollies after the jump. Yeah. I'm not going to think about anything else. I just stay as present as I can right now. I'm not going to worry about 90 minutes time, how I'm feeling. It's now. I'm in the, in, I'm in the now, basically. Did you have um, a belt? Were you running with a – did you have a running yeah, belt? Yeah, run, running belt on. Um, five gels in my belt, one down the side of my shorts. Yeah. Nice. Actually, well, I think I, I carried seven, six in the front, one down the side of my shorts. I always carry a spare in case I blow up. Um, what gels you, were you taking? I use, the, I use the, the cheap ones from Woolies. They're fine for me. I use the winners. Nothing yeah. wrong with oh, yeah. them. Could they live in uh, as well, so. I don't. I don't need the fancy ones. I just need the glycogen and the and whatever else is in them. Um, yeah. Look, and the hydration was fine because they use plastic bottles over there, so you don't have the cup issue where you spill the cup. You get the the bottle, two fifty mils, get the whole lot down. So really focus on regular hydration, regular fuel, and you know, I basically look at my splits. I was bang on. I was nineteen fifty five through five. I was just under 40 through 10 and i was 159 55 through 30 so excellent i'm getting i'm on for 248 basically at that point um at, at 30k you were at on 30, track yeah 30k i was 159 55 but i just didn't have the legs i yeah i just at halfway at 21 in 124 12 so i was heading for 148 it just felt harder that 124 than it should have yeah. You know, so I knew then I thought, oh, it's just, it's not hurting, but it's just biting more than it should. You, you need to be going through halfway. Some people say, like, you've never taken a step. I think that's a bit optimistic. Um, but you need to be yeah. going through halfway feeling very good. And I was feeling okay. I was in control. Um, but because I couldn't, I didn't have a great rhythm, um, I got to 30. And then that's when I started to lose time. But 30 to 35 was. 2058 so what's that 412 per kilometer roughly did that little niggle you had come into play at all no not not at all no no i think it was um 
I think it was strength, to be honest. Although my, I did feel like I was hitting the wall. My glycogen level seemed low, but it wasn't because I was well-fueled. So I think it was probably leg strength that got me. Um, and I just lost a minute to 35 and then ran 22 minutes from 35 to 40. So now I'm three minutes down. And then, yeah, average, I think, 4.39 or something for the last two. Oh, so brutal. that's where I, Was there any yeah. nutrition drink? On the that you could pick up, or was it just water? Yeah, they used a uh, Lucasade. We don't. We don't, I think we have. We don't have Lucasade over here, do we? We it's do, but it, yeah, we do in the shop. It's fizzy. It's expensive as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they have Lucasade. So I didn't have any of that. I had my own gels, own water. Um, okay. And I, yeah, I mean, I was really pleased with the run. I mean, you look back on it though. To be honest, I think why, why didn't I push a bit harder in that last seven k? Yeah. But I was getting At the end, did you feel that you could have maybe gone a bit deeper into the well to to get that? Or do you think you just basically put it all on the line anyway? Yeah, when, when I crossed the line, when I was running down the mall, okay, to the finish line, um, that was all I had at the time, I thought. When I look back on it, I, I'm kicking myself a bit. I didn't dig a bit deeper, probably between 30 and 35, and try and hold it a bit closer to that 20-minute. 5k yeah um and just try and hang on a bit more because because there was waves in front of me i passed two three hour paces early on and i remember seeing at 35k because there's waves ahead of me there's the three hour paces for those waves so i'm passing them because i'm running faster than three hours um and i saw one at 35k another one i thought i'm gonna get him i never saw him i never passed him because he i ran 22 minutes he's running 21 low so he ran yeah. away from me I should have, to be honest, I should have said to myself, get on him, chase him down. I must catch him. That's when I should have lifted. And that would wonder, have made a big difference. wonder whether it was um, where you've been overtaking people too much that maybe just took a bit out of your legs. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, I always self-reflect a lot. And to be honest, I wasn't good enough to break 250 that day, you know. Um, I wasn't fit enough, strong enough whatever those conditions were, there were factors at play like that you mentioned. Had your training gone to plan though, to break 250? Yeah, I, th I thought if I had a really good day, a really good day, I could have done it. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. I th in reality, that was probably in oh, 251 sort of form. It's yeah. just hard with a marathon, eh? Everything's got to go just right, in it? And there's it's, so much to go right on a day of a marathon. It's got, it's got to go right. You've got to run yeah. it. And I, I remember standing on the start line with two guys and what are you going to run? Oh, I want to run 2.45 and I want to run 2.48, this guy said. And we all agreed. I said, well, we talk about times, but we've got to get up this morning and now we've got to go and do it. So it doesn't matter what we think we can do or what we train to do. Now we've got to go and do it. Yeah. So let's go and do it and have a crack. And I, I always finished, and I did, I just finished with this full sense of joy and elation. You know, it's... Every marathon, you'll go through so many emotions and you'll finish with this this great sense of accomplishment. And the major, you'll just be energised by that crowd. Mm. I saw my family at 35, 36K and they're in a crowd, 4D, you know, and the cowbells are going and the noise is just, it's, it's deafening. Yeah, with the majors that you've done now, mm. so you said you got two to go, is it? Yeah, yeah. All right, so out of all them that you've done, how's this one rate? 
for on-course atmosphere, yeah. yeah, this this has been the best from a crowd perspective by a long way. Yeah. A long way. Yeah. Wow. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. So it's just an awesome experience. So what do you got left to go now? I've got Berlin and um, New York. Wow. Which Chicago's hoping... on today, wasn't it? Is it on yeah, today? Chicago's yeah, Chicago's on today, yeah. 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 So what time did you get in the end, Carl? Uh, 2.53.04. Yeah, it's still oh, a cracking time. Great time. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I listened to the podcast, guys. I think I, I think I said, what did I say, 2.49 to 2.52 or somewhere around 53. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good, though, to sort of... To even even say right, this is what I'm aiming for, and and basically sort of you nail know, it, yeah, yeah. You know? So especially when you're trying to go faster and faster, if you're someone who goes, oh, I just want to do another three thirty again, you know, or I just want to break the four hours again, and yeah. then you know. But when you're trying to edge off, when you're getting down to that pointy end, the edge off, yeah, just a little bit of time. It's good to to stick a plan and sort of you know basically get there yeah yeah i absolutely this and um it just makes me more motivated to be honest you, you do i go well i was there at 30 the next job is to be there at 35 and you know and we'll see PB, Carl, or yeah yeah it was i mean my, my official pb was 259 that i ran in boston and then i did that virtual one last year where i ran 253.40 so i was about 36 seconds up on the pb so yeah. I'll take that. Oh, so, yeah. Take that. And if you could do anything different, uh, like for the next one, what would uh, what do you think? You'd, or if you run in London again, what would you do differently? Um, I think you sort of answered it. You might have dug a bit deeper, a bit bit further I back. I think at 35, when I saw that pace, when I saw the opportunity, and I think this is a lesson for all of us, when you're on a pace, when you're trying to run a pace, um, I, do, I don't think I... When I looked at my time and saw it was slowing, to be honest, I don't think I did the self-assessment well enough and said, why, why am I slowing? Yeah, why am I slowing? I had a great opportunity there to look at that pacer ahead of me and say, I'm going to chase him down. So what can I do? I should have counted my cadence, see what my cadence was, because I, I guarantee you my cadence would have dropped, been dropping to like 170-ish when normally I'm 185-ish around there. So, right, I'll do some cadence work. So things I do in that situation is I'm going to count my cadence for a minute. I'm going to run 185 for the next minute. And that increases your pace. So I think I could have asked myself some more questions at the point I was slowing down and made some changes and dug in at that point. That might have got me some more rhythm and got me on that pacer. And then I'm on the pacer. Yeah. And then I'm in a group. And then I'm, you know, that could have knocked me another 90 seconds. Yeah. 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 But sometimes we don't have that clarity of thought because it's starting to hurt. When you're in agony, hey, and you just, you're, it's so hard. Like, I don't know how people can calculate splits near the end of a marathon. Like, sometimes people can say, oh, yeah, I was at 39K and I realized, like, if I run this split and that split, I'd make this time. And I'm thinking, like, how can you work that out when you're like yeah. right near the end and exhausted yeah. and, does take your mind off it I've the, i did that once in the, the first ultra i did and i was like trying to work out i had like 12k to go and i was like oh what do i need to run to get under six uh, hours and i was like i worked it out yes i have to do every k at seven minutes a k and it was an old garmin watch with looked like you had day release tag on you know the big ones and i was like i, had, I was like, and i was then i kept uh, every like 10 minutes i'd be 
recalculating have i worked it out right have I, and that just basically i think took my mind off the pain and got me got me yeah. through it so yeah distraction yeah. Yeah. And that's what I tried, to, I tried to distract myself. But to be honest, when you're running a pace like that, sometimes it's good to use your watch. And I, I like—I sort of said to myself, I'm not going to look at my watch now until 35K. This is like 32 for 3K. So I didn't look at it at all for 3K. Whereas if I looked at it more, I could have gone, well, hang on, let's try and get this down to 404. This next K to 403. Just focus on the next kilometre. That's when it can really help you. That's pretty right. cool, though. Um, Steve Woolley, we grilled him just before his first marathon this year, and he had yeah. three optives. He had, like, best-case scenario, you know, sub three hours. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, next one was, like, 3.05, and worst case, he goes, just make it to the end. Yeah. You had actually pretty close to what you predicted, so that's that, – and to get a PB, yeah, ahead yeah. of your virtual, P, you know, your PB, that's pretty cool out, outcome anyway. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't – I can't explain how elated i was on the day like it was just it was just wonderful yeah it's wonderful i knew my, my family was here um tracking me a group family app so they would have been commenting about how i was going and had some mates tracking me and yeah just a great experience um that melbourne marathon was that morning so uh just a great day to be a, a marathon runner yeah uh, how did it feel to actually cross the line just to come up the that straight and see the oh, finish line. It's just yeah, you just turn that corner, and I said I can't really remember Buckingham Palace behind me, but it was there, and just to run down and then onto the blue carpet, and yeah, that feeling when you finish that it's over, it's yeah. just yeah. amazing. And when you know you've run well, as well, it's yeah. it's a very the marathon. I don't want to get melodramatic, but it's you go through so many emotions in the day. You really do. You go through so many and then it accumulates with this immense feeling of joy, relief. Yeah. It, and it's just wonderful. Yeah. Did you manage to not go off too fast? Because when I did my first road math and I went off way, went a lot, quite fast, I was had real trouble slowing myself down. So I don't, did yeah. you get dragged along? No, I don't, I don't. I think I paced it pretty good. I think, I don't think I was too quick. Oh, well, I mean, I, I did slow down. So maybe I was a bit, but. No, I was pretty comfortable. I was pretty yeah. comfortable, particularly early on. So what, what did you get? What did you get? The end, a medal, and uh, did you get a t-shirt and stuff, or get a t-shirt, get a medal? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I've got the um. Hang on. Is, so, is it a good medal? I don't think I've ever seen a London marathon yeah. medal. This is my. This is my. Got, I see the. I saw the Chicago one. That's the that's the London one. Oh nice! Wow, yeah, that's awesome. cool. <laughs> and then that's that's Chicago, that's Tokyo, and then that's Boston. That's the Boston. That's Boston, that's a nice medal. That yeah, is. so it's two two to go, but got to wait a bit for them. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like I said last week, guys. I mean, if you get the opportunity to do a, a major, please take it because it's it's like nothing else. It's just so good. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm in the ballot for next year, so let's... Yeah, I mean, there's other ways you can get in. You can yeah. like charity work, um, going through travel companies can get you in. Yeah, Pay I think that's nothing. what I'll do. If I don't get in through the ballot, I'm going to um, contact the charities like um, Mike did. Yeah. Uh, like he said, he had a few of them. Because he's only yeah. six months away number. now, isn't it? The next one. Yeah. So oh, which, which one? For London. London. Yeah, well, April. They're doing it in April, yeah. April, mm -hmm. yeah. And my brother said that uh, 
when I spoke to him in the week, he said there's already 200,000 people entered the ballot. He said by Friday, which is just gone, there would probably be about 500,000 people nice. entered the ballot. It's crazy. It's yeah. so, it's so yeah. popular. And I, I get, I mean, I go back to my hotel, my apartment that afternoon, and they're still going on the course. And the seven-hour balloon went past me. Oh, the last yeah. finisher was eight hours. Like, these, they're the inspirational people. They're, they're, they're the people that had the tough day. They're out there for eight hours. Yeah. It's yeah. a tough day. Long day. Yeah, guys we were talking about this. that, you know, they yeah. might've had an injury or, you know, some permanent, um, you know, disability and they've just decided they're going to get around and finish it no matter what. It's pretty yeah. inspiring. Eh? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. What I find interesting is how nobody seems to talk during the marathon to each other. It's always very quiet, isn't it? You guys find that uh, like, yeah. no one's, <laughs> no one's yeah. chatting. <laughs> yeah. Save your breath. I saw a little YouTube thing during the week on, on the, on the marathon and they had the elite runners signing signatures and stuff for people doing their first um, marathon. So probably all sub two hour, 15 uh, Kenyans or whatever else you want to say, they're yeah. all signing things. And they said, Oh, what's your, what's your goal time? They said, I want to break four hours. And they said, Oh, I don't know if I could run that long. <laughs> <laughs> so that's their version of like, you yeah. know what I mean? Though they're happy to run sub two hours, 20, cause that's it's done and dusted, but, to run for four hours in their head, that's a long, that's a long run. <laughs> well, you asked me what my easiest marathon I've done. I've done 10 now. What's the easiest marathon? Well, London was my easiest marathon because I was out there the shortest amount of time yet. Yeah. My hardest was probably yeah. my 323 Gold Coast when I first did one. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's the same thing then, yeah. So for those people who are out there for four and a half, five, five and a half hours, uh, having so much longer requirements on their body for nutrition and hydration and yeah. yeah it's a lot harder for them yeah the guys running 205 they're not out there that long are they yeah <laughs> did, no. hey carl did you see that um kip chogi was handing out medals at the yeah. finish line yeah i didn't see him but oh, yeah so imagine if he bumped into him that would be awesome <laughs> just a freak just a freak so do you guys want is that the one you want to run london yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Well, my brother's. Hopefully, I'm in for 2024. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is a bit of a um a bit of a left field one, but I'm sort of interested. What did you do after? Like, was it easy to get away from the like venue, or was it like a bit of a hassle to get out of the actual area of the finish? No, it was. They they sort of moved you on very very quickly there. They're very organised. You, you, the the van, the lorry's there to pick you, for you pick your bag up, and you you quickly out of there. And they got to move, you know, forty two thousand people out. Um, I'm fortunate working for Abbott that we have a hospitality suite for runners straight afterwards within walking distance, and we get fed and have a shower and that. So I'm very oh, fortunate excellent. to have that. That was good. But um, yeah, cr crossing the crossing the road in a in a major marathon's an issue. Like it's a big issue <laughs> because yeah, there's yeah. that many people. They're an amazing system where, yeah, imagine imagine you got two lanes and the one lane's full of runners and there's a hundred people trying to cross. They look for a gap, and so a lady runs across in front of the runners, puts a tape across, and sends them on the other side of the road, and then they bring everyone across into the middle of the road into like a little corral. And then they do the opposite and send the runners back on the right hand wow. side and then yeah. let them off. It's an amazing operation. Wow. <laughs> Unreal. A, a, fr a friend of mine who I went to school with, 
she put uh, her and her, her brother, me and her brother were um, best mates at school. And she said, um, it's always great going to London on London Marathon Day, wearing sports gear and a, and a space blanket, you know, like your survival blanket yeah. and going to a pub because everyone buys you free drinks. <laughs> she, <laughs> it's just like a joke. Whether she did it or not, I don't know. But I thought that's quite a good one. I'll have to try that. <laughs> on the fancy dress i saw someone dressed up as a minion they probably ran about four and a half hours oh, I, I didn't see anyone as a, a dinosaur usually someone dresses as a dinosaur running down the road but i don't know if yeah a, a rhino they have rhinos they have dressed up as rhinos yeah, then there was a bloke that um state woolly you would do it like that he was he had a dj like, yeah i saw that him and he dj'd the whole way around he did like four and a half hours yeah that's I incredible that guy. that's oh, amazing geez. He had like loads of like Bluetooth like speakers, speakers and, behind yeah. him. Yeah. Jesus. On Amazing. Front, on the bit, wait a bit. Pumping out all the music and stuff. And he was getting the crowd going in. And, like, yeah. It was awesome. His back would be like <laughs> mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know if any of you guys saw. Did you see uh, Mike's Strava? It said yeah, he never, did, uh... never again. Yeah. <laughs> Has he? Yeah, is that what he said? Yeah, is that what yeah. he said? Yeah. He got, I thought he went well. Yeah, 3.25 or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, is that good? Quicker than what he thought, but... It was a PV2, wasn't it? Yeah, uh-huh. he, he must have really battled. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of these obsessed runners. I do this. I don't know whether you guys do this, but I passed a guy on the straight who was, had one, one guy on one shot, one guy on the other arm, and he was limping his way to the finish line, so... I always think, I wonder what time he runs. So I look his number up and see what time he ran. And he ran like 2.54 and he's like hobbling down the straight. Wow. <laughs> wow. He must have been on for a good time if he hadn't have been hobbling. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. Um, there, yeah. There's that famous film clip of um, that guy um, collapsing near the end of London and, and the guy in a, uh, oh, it's like a Welsh running club, something Harry is carrying yeah. up to the end. He's actually like a really famous YouTube runner. It's called the Welsh Runner on um, YouTube. If you look him up, he's he's just literally broke fifteen minutes for five k. I've been watching all of his vlogs. Um, Didn't he run two fifty one that day or something as well? When he was collapsing, he ran two fifty low, I think. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know about his time, but I've just gotten onto his channel. Um, yeah, and discovered that it was him. And yeah, he's just he's a great runner. So yeah, he must have just sacrificed his time for that day to help that poor bugger mm. out. Yeah. So one week on, Carl. Um, how's the body pulled up? I'm sure you've probably done a few little runs to 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 get a systems check and everything. Yeah. So everything, everything good to go? Yeah, I had a obviously a long international flight on Tuesday. That's always fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I did a, a hobble. I think on Friday. I um I do run coaching as well, so I've had a squad I coached yesterday. So I did a bit of running with them, and then um yeah, did 12k this morning. And feel yeah, feel pretty good. I think oh, they, right. I think they yeah, yeah, fine. I think those shoes those shoes really help recovery. Yeah. Yeah, those those next percents and those type of shoes. You had really the new alphas help. on, didn't you? Oh next percent too, yeah. They're they're not the alpha flies. They're the and I think they're vapor fly, I think. Yeah, oh, it's vapors. It. They're it? last last years. Yeah. Okay. Um but yeah, I seem to have you know, touch wood, but you never know though. That's the thing is you can't go back too soon and you can't do too much post-marathon because you never know until a few weeks afterwards how you recovered. 
Yeah. Um, usually takes me about four to six weeks. I'd love to have some blood work done about four weeks after and see what my enzymes are doing because I'm sure we're still hurting about a month later. Yeah, yep. Um, which will be interesting next year because if I do Berlin and um, New York, they're about five weeks apart. So that's going to be interesting. Oh, shit. <laughs> try and get them, you're going to try and get them done next year if you can get in. Yeah, I'm going to try and do them both yeah, because that I've got to do two more to get my six before they add the seventh because they're talking about adding the seventh marathon. Do you reckon they will add it? Yeah, I'll de- they'll definitely add it. It's Is it in Kenya? <laughs> well, it's either it's either Sydney, Cape Town, or um, a place in China. Oh, well, that, no. The Sydney, yeah. the um, Inside Running podcast, were giving it a bit of a roasting yeah. because um, they yeah. said it was too twisty, turny, too slow. Yeah. Yep. You can't, if you want if they want it to be a major marathon with lots of people there, they they've got to make some changes. And there were some other there was up a couple of mess ups or there was something, and yeah. then they they announced it the week before that it was going to be the Australian Marathon Championships. Yeah. So it just uh, everyone was like, oh, hang on, you know. Um, why why yeah. do they always do stuff like that in athletics and running? They always seem to make like just these stupid, you know, like announce an Australian champs and not give anyone yeah. any warning about it and stuff it's a shame Al, because melbourne seems to be good because you finish at the g don't you and that's a great place yeah. to finish you know and that would be but i don't know if there's not enough i think the problem was with with well the good thing about sydney is obviously you're seeing all the big landmarks yeah. um but the issue was they said that they were trying to take people past the big landmarks like you do in london but yeah. it messed it didn't help the course too many sharp turns yeah. and stuff yeah. like that but i think yeah. the population's the issue as well i mean 42,000 people ran in London. Now, what's Australia's biggest marathon? Melbourne, about 6,000, I think, six or seven. Yeah, Jesus. And it's a long way to come as well, isn't it? It's a long way. And are they going to be able to create the buzz here with the population as it is? You're not going to get a million people watching it, are you? No, no not for it. it would, I would call it a major, you know, but, um, yeah. but then, you know, they, they may have the same get into Cape Town and that it's um, yeah, that's not right. the safest place in the world to go as well. That's right. Um, that's right. You know, so I don't know why they don't just leave it at six, you know, it's like, if it ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. The other question is where do you put it in the calendar? That's the other question because yeah. it's, it's a busy calendar. You got Tokyo yeah. in February, Boston and London in April, you know, September, yeah, you've, got that, you've got like world world marathon championships. You've got Olympics, you know, yeah. and all different things yeah. like every couple of years. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. Yeah. Oh, but that was great to to um hear your. Yeah, uh, thank you. Was, thank you for the opportunity. Like to, we'll have to catch to up for a run as well. We'll have to come uh, out. And, uh, yeah, you should do. You should do. I'd love you. that. Yeah. I'll come out your way if you want. I mean, I'm happy to. See when you're up and about. Yeah, yeah. If not, I'll, I'll, I'll just ride the bike or something. Yeah, you should. You should do it. <laughs> ride the scooter. bike with a, Get a scooter, uh, e-scooter. Yeah, oh, one of them. Steve, your scooter, do? Yeah, I'll lend you mine. <laughs> that thing hammers. Yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been nice talking to you guys. Thanks for the opportunity. No, Thanks, mate. Carl. Been been great. And yeah. um, congratulations. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, we're great. trying to get Mike on as well, and we get him. Um, Maybe we'll get him in the next week or two so we can yeah. uh, have a chat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd love good, to hear, good to hear how he went too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See you where right, 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 Thank you, mate. Just no worries. Enjoy awesome. the rest Thanks, of your night. Carl. Thanks, Carl. See, see you soon. See ya. Oh, that was good, eh? Yeah, yeah. it was wicked.
Oh, it's, good. it's just good to hear, like you know, that someone's personal um, journey yeah. with it, like, and and even just like hearing the, the, the little things about the wave starts and how they move them onto the course and how's that? Oh, well, um, it's like three different three different start like places. Yeah, they all merge together. They all merge together. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And twenty eight k's before he I had open road where he wasn't ducking and diving in and in and out of everyone. Yeah, that's got to put some hurt on you. Yeah. Definitely, I probably reckon that's probably that where maybe minutes, eh? maybe that's why he's um he could have been his legs were hurting a bit more than he was expecting and that because you're doing that sort of oh, you know and that burns up calories and takes it a bit out of you mentally as well. Yeah, oh, for sure. His focus yeah. would have been a lot more too for that 28k. Is it just the concentration levels that have been sky high as opposed to just his regular running too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've only done the one marathon, but I can tell you that at the Gold Coast, I was trying to conserve every you know if there was a step i didn't have to take i wasn't taking it like so i can't think if you know if you were zigzagging around people that that would just give you the give you the shits yeah it's funny because steve um i did a tempo in the week i did a 4k warm-up 3k tempo and then a 3k warm down i was trying to the tempo was at 4 30 um a k pace and you did the marathon at four minutes 15 a k yeah, and uh, I was like, "Geez, how did you do that for forty-two k? That's pretty, um, it's pretty impressive." Mate, it's yeah. all in that training, you know. Yeah. Um, who was I talking to about this? Um, oh, I was talking to uh, Daniel O'Hara at my um, son's birthday party. He, his little boy um, goes to school with my son, yeah. and he was at the birthday party. And I was saying, I just think it's so important is those um, those tempos in the middle of those long runs. So you just, your body gets used to just nailing that pace, you know, when you're fatigued and yeah, I just yeah. think that's where you'll, you get the hang of doing it. It's just on them long runs where you've got to run, you know, 15, 20 minutes at goal pace and then you slow it down again and then do another 20 minutes at goal pace and you just, you just get strong. Yeah. Strong well, maybe that's where it. you can, I, I got to do some, uh, like runs at the weekend, some longer stuff on, on flat because I'm always hills around here. So maybe we'll catch up with Carl and we can do uh, a weekend long run with some tempo in it. See what his, how his yeah. schedule goes out there at, uh, let, him do, let him do all the talking at four minutes a kilometer. <laughs> yeah. <But if> you <laughs> can, you can jump fast. in with like wax and, or Peter Lewis or any of them guys are always down at Sandgate. They're, yeah. they're always running between 20 and 30 K like, just it just depends where you start for how long you go. You know, you just jump in with them once yeah. they've already done a few K. Daniel O'Hara PB'd on the weekend too, speaking of him. Yeah, yeah. He, he was telling me that. He's 1930. So PB's every week. He's flying <laughs> out. Quicker. Yeah, it's 1930. So. Must be the super shoes. Yeah. He wears them when he wants to go fast and he definitely went fast. So hey, listen, I just have a question about shoes. I'm I don't know if it's because I've been running in the alpha flies and vapor flies a little bit more. Like I did a like a last week, I did some four hundreds wearing the vapors, and then I've been wearing the alphas and vapors for park run. Um, but my Asics Gelcayano have done just over five hundred kilometers, and they're starting to feel a bit like dead. Yeah. And my legs are starting to hurt a bit afterwards. But do you reckon that's that they would be cooked up? But just over five hundred k's. You won't know until you get another set. If you're going to buy 
another set. So they're obviously, we do the have next another model. one of power got cheap, so I might have to run with them. So you got to run in them and then compare them, mate, yeah. to, to see how far they're gone. If they if they feel the same, I did that with the Salconies, the the speeds that I had. I bought a pair of new ones, thinking, oh, these are almost gone. And then I put the new ones on. I went, oh, they feel exactly the same for around ten k. I felt the same. Mm. So I just use the other ones for the shorter runs around home, and then use the new ones for the longer ones. You can still do something like that just to get a bit more life out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone done any uh, uh, big sessions or anything this week they want to talk about? No. I did a, a nice 12K today in just under an hour. How many Ks done for the week this week? Uh, easier week this week. Had a couple of rest days. Work Back to work, so uh, no time. <laughs> done a yeah. big week at work. Um, I think I've done 49, I think, something like that. 49Ks. But today I did sort of like a, a, a high-end tempo, so not fast end, but the slower end of it, you know what I mean? So just off, just under five-minute kilometers. For I did a 1K warm-up and then 11K hard, I guess, with a, with a hard 500 meters finish to, to knock the last K down to 430. So I ended up scraping in just under an hour for 12K. Good. Yeah. Fraser's done a monster session on the treadmill today. He did. Yeah, oh, that, was, that, was, treadmill, huh? that was pretty interesting. It was good. Would have been some like, sweat like, to clear up after that. It was 7K. I had the big fan blowing like, yeah. against me. So yeah. um, I've got a big industrial fan. Um, but it was like 7K easy. Because you're building up for that. And then you knew you were going to do 3K tempo. Yeah. And then so you just smash that out. And then it was just 3K sort of easy as if it was a warm down so it's good to break it up like that and it's um makes it go pretty quick on your easy let's say 7k do you just slowly increase it as your body sort of gets yeah i always start off at 10 which is 6k yeah 6k pace yeah and just for just for a couple of k just to get the joints slowly build up and build up and build up add a couple every Bit to up to get to up to get up to eleven, which is five minutes thirty a k. Yeah, that's about my easy sort of pace. And then, yeah. um, and I whacked up to four forty just for my tempo. Yes, pace today, and then I eased it back down to because I still felt quite good. Still, I eased it back to five twenty. What was your yeah. tempo pace? Sorry, three k. I just did four four forty. What's the good thing I suppose about treadmill. being on a treadmill is that you can set the pace so you know mm. you're on it. Like, you know, yeah. you slow down a bit, bit of a hill and you're, you go, oh, you look down at your watch, you go, oh, God, five, five seconds slower. But you, at least you can set it and just keep at it. Do you put yeah. a bit of incline on it, Fraze? So it feels like yeah, you're I'll, wait, I'll do it at 0.5, like the whole. Just a little bit of restriction. Yeah. yeah, just a little bit, yeah. The last three cards did it at zero. Yeah. It feels like you after being at half a in half a percent incline, it feels like you're running downhill. Yeah. Like yeah. That's why I like doing them sessions on the treadmill, because you hit that, you know, you put it up to whatever number you want to go to. You just hang you on. You can't slow down. You've just got to keep going. You gotta go. On um, on Tuesday, oh was it Wednesday uh, Wednesday, I did a treadmill session because I have the kids, I had the kids this week, so everything's all on treadmill. Um, I did a, a, a ten-minute warm-up, then a six by three minutes at five k pace with a two-minute walk recovery. Because I just whacked it up at um, three fifty a k pace, 
for the uh, three minutes and what's then just the, what's held the on. That? What what number you're at it, for that? I was at uh, fifteen point four. Oh, my my treadmill only goes up to sixteen, yeah. so it was fifteen point. I looked to see where I had to go at fifteen point four, like. Literally, the last the last sort of minute, you feel like you're going to fall off the back of the treadmill. <laughs> but it's good, though, because otherwise, you if you're out on the road, you might just slow down. But yeah. that, you just like keeping the pace up and just like keep. It is. Going, it's, like a, it's like a forced. So what forced was your recovery run. after every, you did three minutes? Three minutes and two-minute walk. So I just jumped off the, tra- well, jumped my legs apart on the treadmill just to stop, yeah. press the button on the treadmill. To oh. slow down to walk pace, which is was like number six. Does it quick enough? Ten k, ten minute a k pace. Then just walk to that for two minutes, and then watch like it again at like fifteen. Points. How many of those? How many of those did you do? Six. Six. Oh, so you seven, said, that's what I did on the. So it was twenty minutes of all up. That was half an hour of all that, and then yeah. ten minute warm down. So it was a fifty minute session. So. That's like the session I did on the spin bike. And that's what I used to do, but I've noticed that I have real trouble trying to get my heart rate up on the bike just because I think maybe years of, of riding, I just can't seem to, couldn't get it up high. I used to be able to, but I was trying to go to lactate, but I just couldn't get there. couldn't get the heart rate up high enough. Three minutes, three minutes hard, three minutes easy, three and a half minutes hard, three minutes, three and a half minutes easy, all the way up to five minutes. So my my max heart rate got up to 171 when I was doing yeah. those. Um... Yeah, it's going. Thing. How many Ks for the week? Uh, just under, I don't know, 35. Like, I was meant to run Tuesday, but I didn't feel that great. So I only did train Wednesday, Thursday, rested Friday, park run stuff yesterday, and then just today. So I've, I've been consistent about 40 to 50K at the moment. So Definitely. What, um, what did Wax do? This Wax week? done 27. I think he done. He's only done two runs, but he's got a. I messaged him yesterday. He's got You're a right? sore knee. Yeah. Uh, bit of and Wooly, Wooly, what have uh, uh, what have you done this week other than oh, well, be I've injured? Done, I've done a couple of swims and um, I jogged three k yesterday. And, is that um, is that upset it? Yeah, a little picture you put on your run, mate, says everything. Porch. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> it was weird because it's like my right foot just doesn't want to move it's just strange yeah. i don't know whether it's just super tight muscles or whatever but it actually didn't feel too bad after about a k once i warmed up but it's have like you got a burning sensation down it is that what it feels nah, like no no just mm-hmm. like it's like it, it's like see like yeah uh, it's too hard to explain but it's almost yeah. like it's seized up oh, shit. you know like i can't seem to move it quicker quick enough because when I had that trap nerve in my shoulder, it woke me up in the middle of the night and it felt like someone had just got a hot rod and st- stuck it all the way down from my shoulder, all the way down the end of my arm and my arm was like oh, buzzing. Yeah. And I was so painful. I was like, I was actually like shouting, like, like shaking my arm because it was just like, oh, I had to get, you know, just to get, I felt like you had to pull something off. You know, it was just agony. So I feel your pain, mate. That's what pain. it's like when I'm driving. Yeah. And I just like you got yeah, to stop, yeah. pull over, and get out. Or something. You're trying to like move your hips around and stuff to try and release it, mm. but it just once it sort of gets inflamed, there's no there's no stopping it. Yeah. So yeah. the last the last few weeks, Fraser's son Sam, he's done a park run that before he registered. And I was down at Kingscliff, was it? 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, two, a couple, two weeks ago. And he's been flogging around the, the block with you, keeping up yeah. with you. Few runs. His training's gone real well. And so this week we had a, a huge effort from him at Parkrun. Let's just go through what happened. Uh, yeah, so uh, um, so what did we do? Yeah, so yeah, got up quarter to six Saturday morning, which is unusual. It's the earliest Sam Sammy gets up. And then we so we headed out to Park Run and then up at North Lakes. So it was his first official one, so I'd registered him officially for Park Run. Yeah. Um. So Nathan, gratefully, uh, printed out his little cards and laminated yeah, yeah. and stuff. So he's got professional, them. professional. So we, yeah. So we, yeah, we got there and then um, it was a bit drizzly. It was a bit wet, wasn't it? And then just uh, before wet. you turned up, it absolutely chucked it down because I got there about twenty-two quarter two, and we were just getting out of the car and it just chucked it down. We could jump back in the car. Yeah. So we did. Me and Sammy did a lap warm up. I was trying to get him to slow down. Um, <laughs> he just he was running, ended up just running ahead of me. And then, uh, yes, yeah, did that, then did a few little strides and stuff and all that. And then, um, yeah, Sammy's aim was so at Park Run at Kingscliff, we did 22.50 something. And then um, Sammy said he felt pretty easy on that. So, he wanted to do 21 minutes, which is, I think, 4.15 a K pace. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we set off. I wasn't going to run that. Um, and then Nathan had his GoPro. So we did, a, him round and... we did a video. So if you go to Nathan Barden Type 1 Fitness on YouTube, we've got a good little video there. It's only about what, four or five minutes long. I'll, the, I'll put the effort. link in the um, show notes. So just look in the description of the podcast. You'll find the link. Sammy, Sammy, what time did you get? 21 minutes, 54 seconds. Yeah, well right. done, mate. That is brilliant. Hey. And, and how old are you? Nine. Nine years old. Only just nine, really. I know. Yeah. Mate. How'd your shoes go, mate? They perform well? Yeah. Feel like they made you go fast? Um, yeah. Ran faster than about heaps of other people, eh? Heaps. Um, you were first in your age group, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. It's weird because on the uh, results that come through, it says age category, like 22nd. Um, but I, I looked at all the other... I went through every person that finished, you know, before him. And then there was, I think, three people, which were J11 till J14. Yeah. Between junior 11 to 14 years old. And then, so there was three of them in front of Sammy. And then Sammy was the first JM10. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But I don't know why his age category come up as 20, 20 seconds. Have you checked to make sure he's in the right age? Well, yeah, it's because it, it says JM10, which must be under 10. Yeah. And he was first. Uh, well, yeah, he was the only one that was JM10. Definitely. You know, up to him. Um, everyone out there was three boys in front of him, which were J11 to J14. So, um, yeah. But, yeah. So, how did you, you feel, Sammy? Feel yeah. good when you were going around? Mm -hmm. Feel comfortable? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Too fast, or you reckon Uncle Nath like, dragged you around at the right pace? Um, It was good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon you could have run faster? 
Mm, maybe. Next time. Yeah. Bit bit more training. training. Yeah. We're just going to keep doing it each, right? Because they're with me every other week. And so we'll uh, do it again in two weeks' time. You have to go for a few runs in the week, will you? You're going to... Is Dad giving yeah. you a plan? Yeah. See if you can go for a run? Yeah. Because he, he plays, like, um, football as well. Uh, at the moment, he's playing in a five-a-side, like, ace-five-a-side tournament. And he played football on Tuesday. Was it? No, Wednesday night. Yeah. What did you What did you win? What was the score? 14-0. 15 15-0. 15-0. 15-0, yeah. Well, that's a bit unfair. You've got to let them score. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a blitzing. Yeah, a bit shit art his team. Mm. Yeah. Really good. That's all well. the training you need to do, mate. I wouldn't even you wouldn't even need to go running. Yeah, we we went for a, we've been for a couple of runs, didn't we? Seven k, seven k run, five k run. Like we ran at like five ten a k pace, so it feels pretty easy at that. Blimey, so, goes right. Mm. Oh, was that kid at the um? The boy runner at uh, he was only Logan, Logan Half. Well, he was nine, wasn't he? I think he was nine, wasn't he? Yeah, because it was yeah. the under 10 uh, Australian record that he broke. Yeah, right? that's it. Well, I wonder what he does for fight for part run. Let's to find out. I'm friends with him and his dad on um, yeah. Insta. I'll ask him. Hmm. He, must, he, he must run sub 20, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, like well done, Sammy. I was there. I saw you, and I run with you for a little bit. I'm pretty impressed with that. Um, how you beat pretty much everyone else at Park Run, other than the first, how many? Twenty people. Yeah, uh, twenty. So what would you? Twenty fourth. Fifth. Twenty fifth. It's pretty yeah, cool. Most of them, most of them are adults, though. So yeah, so there's yeah, only right. two more kids ahead of you. Yeah. So. Yeah, you should do the uh, kids one on the Sunday. Yeah, it's nice that out too. Yeah, we're gonna. Plan to do that one in future. He had a birthday party last night, so he didn't get home till late. Yeah. Well, out late already on a Saturday night, eh? Like his dad. He didn't get home till 9 30. I was waiting him to get home. So I'd go to bed. Oh, well. There was a couple of um, trail races on today in Brisbane. There was. Should we go yeah. through the results of that? Some good, yeah. good yeah. times. Um, we've. The, First um, lot of results is from the Tui Trail Run, which is, is that in Mount Gravel or something like yeah, that? Yeah, no, it's a Griffith, Griffith University. University. Yeah. In Griffin. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the 5K here, I've got the uh, the first three and the 5K was, was won by James Arnold in 1952. Second place was Colin Heron in 2031. Third place was Nate Argent. In 2042, so they were all pretty close together. Mm. Good race to watch that. Wonder how hilly it was. And then in the 10k, that was won by Thomas Fieldman in uh, 3628. It was pretty quick over a trail. Shit, mm. really quick. In second place was RV Singh. He's uh, one of our mates in 3745. So that just goes to show he can, RV can run about 34 minutes on the flat. So. Must have been a tough course. I think uh, the Tui Trail, I think, from Griffith University there. It's near Cooperoo, I think. Uh, I talked to a fellow at work that just filled in at work and asked him what it's like, and he walks the forest there, and he reckons it's a lot of um, 
like uh, compressed gravel. So they, they roll it. So it's like really smooth gravel, but it's still gravel. But he reckons half that trail they do for that event's like some bitumen, some some trail. So it's uh, like okay. So yeah. it's a bit of road, a bit of Pretty forest. Fast. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, yeah. we're probably still fall over though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> no sure. There'd be a little rock one for someone to trip over. Yeah. yeah. A rock would be out of place, and we just trip on that one. But they're still. Let's get that time though. They're still flying. I don't oh, think the hills bother them. Harvey just obviously smashed that. Yeah. And what was the half? Sorry, and th- and third place in that one was Lucas Martin in thirty eight ten. So even third place Jesus. still flying. Yeah, and um, then so that was the ten k. The half was won by Anthony Ferrugia in one twenty twenty three. Jeez, another quick time. That's um, second was Gabriel Fior in one twenty one thirteen, and third place was our boy Daniel Bunin. In 121.47. So that just goes to show if Daniel Bunin is coming third, they sort of dominates most of these races. And the, the elevation wasn't much, was it? It was only 380 meters over the 350, I think it was roughly what those yeah. people come up. 350 is still something, but it's not huge. But um, I think Dan posted on his event he wants more hills and slower pace because he slower says pace. too quick for yeah. this old fella. So yeah. but then he did, but then you look at um Noosa 50 this year, that wasn't that hilly really i mean there was what 800 meters of elevation but that was mostly at the halfway mark yeah so um it was would have been that was still quite a fast course it's still at 402 yeah. pace wasn't it for that yeah, yeah, what did just get? Four, yeah i think, his, I think his pace for that 21 was like 358 or something so not far off that yeah. but yeah a, bit, a little bit less elevation i guess yeah. that's probably his training he could probably just maintain that pace yeah, if so you push that out to 50k, it wouldn't be too much slower, yeah. I imagine, yeah. pace wise. Yeah. And then That's we had another race on the Southeast Queensland Trail Series. series. Yeah. yeah, there's eight races. This is the first one on Nogger Reservoir. This is the goat. This is the goat mob, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, no sorry. No, it's not. It's the, uh, the, it's the, uh, they're sponsored by the Trail Co., you know, the, um, yeah. yep. same did the Guzzler and whatever. Yeah. And that was out at uh, Nogra Reservoir. They yeah. run around the um, bottom. No, side there's not a round. I think they do it out and back. So the short yeah, around the bottom side. and the long course is not, uh, 13K. But they do yeah. a different distance for every event. So long course down at bloody, well, I can't think of the place. The one down the Gold Coast is like 18.5K. So the long course is 18.5. And this one was 13 today. So they, they vary the distances for the short and long. But they're an out and back. So no loop. Yeah. It's just an out and back. Yeah, well, I've got the Harder results to get lost. here. Do you want me to read them? Yeah. <laughs> Short course. Um, the men's was won by Billy Curtis in uh, 34.22. Second place was Henry Coombs in 37.45. And third place was Nicholas Mooney. And your sister did that. 18. So your sister did the uh, short course today as well, didn't she, Steve? Yeah, yeah I saw that on her um, Instagram. Yeah. I didn't Run even with know Rob. she was doing that. The Run yeah. with Rob crew. Quick, yeah. too. Quick for a trail. So there's um average pace there's five minutes fifty seven for eight point three four Ks. So that's yeah, with yeah. hundred and ninety meters of elevation. So it didn't seem to slow her too much. It's Stuff. pretty well done. There, eh? Well done, Sasha. Yeah. Um the females was won by Megan Brown in forty oh seven. Second place was Selwyn Russell. In uh, forty-one forty-six, and third place was Jamie K. 
Cumner in 4210. Yeah, it was that, Megatron, Megatron Brown, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was doing, just going to um, say that. She's uh, doing Blackwell 100 uh, next weekend. Didn't she just represent Australia in one of those big ultras overseas somewhere? I think she did. It wasn't so, um it wasn't comrades, but it was one of those um It was a big hundred K event somewhere. Yeah, eighty overseas. or something like that. Yeah. It was a big it was a big one, but she did represent. Yeah, she uh, I I met her at that um that trail race that I run on Fraser's number, um, Mount Cutha. Oh, and she yeah. went past me with about three K to go and um you were cooked, weren't you? She you went did. past me like I was stood still, and I just remember watching her power walk up the hill that we like the hill that we were on, and I was thinking, no, I'd get on the back of her, try and hang on, try and hang on, and she just left me for dead. <laughs> I saw her at the finish line, and I was chatting to her, and I said, oh, I don't know how you how you did that so easy, but she did, um, and then we got the long course, which um. You don't often see Andy Day in second place, but he was beaten by Jack Gill in uh, 53.25. How far was the long course, Steve? 13. 13K. Yep. So yeah. uh, Jack Gill was first. Andy Day was second in 55.52. And third place was Oliver Cook in 58.04. Um, so, yeah, they're pretty quick times. Sort of see these names quite a bit, don't you, on that? On the circuit, yeah. kind of um, takes. Yeah, um, and, mate, Mega, Megatron uh, Brown was just uh, running, uh, representing Australia at the um, the World Sky Running Championships. Uh, okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, she's just been abroad to Europe for that. Well, that just shows you the caliber of um, yeah, some of these winners. Hey, that sky run is hard because they do they do it like it's just they make it like super hilly. So, yeah, um, we yeah. just sort of discussed this a bit in the podcast, like thread, and we were texting that um, Andy Day's run was roughly the same amount of elevation as Daniel Bunin's out at um, Tui Trail for 21k. He did the same elevation over 13k, and his pace, his average pace was like four minutes 22. But Strava works out a gap pace, so if it was run on a flat surface, that gives you the the yeah. pace that you would have sort of corrected by the elevation if it was flat it says he run it at three minutes 53 a kilometer over 13 k's so and it gives that same same sort of um pace for everyone i, I think it's on the paid the paid driver gives you a gap pace so they take away the hills and says you run 422 over um the hilly section but if you run it on a flat it'd be roughly three minutes 53 so he's motoring still mm. Not not any day pace for a road run, but for trail, that's that's how it works it out. Yeah, yeah. Just Still flying, super fit, blows me away. Yeah. But then the women's was won by um, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Brian Ringy, in one hour and three minutes twenty six. Second place was Shana Marsh in one hour and eight oh nine, and third place was. Katie McLean in one hour eleven fifty-three. What was that? That's the thirteen. That's the long course, yeah. Yeah, thirteen K is that, yeah. Yeah. So, um yeah, that's a, and it's tough around there, that Anogra Dan. There's big hills on that. Yeah. And it was wet too. So really boundary road. They ran up and around. Yeah, they got the same rain yesterday before park run and a little bit overnight too. 
before, before the start. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, you got results for the Iron Man, the Kona Iron Man. Is that right? Yeah, I'll be. I was. I've been watching that because um, one of the athletes I follow, the women's English athlete Lucy Charles Barclay. Um, so yeah, that was on at Kona. Um, Charles Hawaii Barclay. Yeah, I think it's uh, where she's married. I think he's, you know, she's hyphened her name. Yeah, yeah. Lucy Charles. But not as in Charles Barkley, the oh, basketball, not Charles Barkley, basketball player. Basketball player. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why she did it as well. <laughs> Sounds good. You would, uh, eh? Well, anyway, so it's the first time apparently they had it where they have a separate race for the women's and the men's. Because usually they start, the women's start a few minutes behind the men or something. But they had the women's on the Saturday and then, or Friday and then the men's on the Saturday. Yeah. So um, they split them, yeah. Yeah, so I, I was watching the men's this morning live. Um, so that was won by Gustav Aiden from Norway in seven hours, 40 minutes. So that was a new new course record. And he ran the marathon in two hours, 36 minutes. After yeah. after a 3.8K swim and 180K ride, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Jesus and, Christ. And so that was a new marathon record. For the Iron Man, I don't know if it's just for the the uh, Hawaiian Iron Man, like the Worlds, or like, I wonder just... what his PB is just for the marathon on its own. Yeah, I don't know. Like world yeah, class, it, was, so. it was really hot as well. The heat yeah. was really bad. With, you have to each each one's kept set. I don't know if you have a world record or record for a Iron Man because each one slightly differently with the with the terrain of the run and the ride. Like the swims can be a little bit, can change a little bit because of the tidal um, aspect of the swimming. But usually that's pretty standard, I think. But with the ride, it could be the course can set it. So you can't say, oh, I've got the world record for an Ironman because... I think it was just, a, it was just, I think it was just a record in that, in that course, race. That, that, yeah, course record. That yeah. So two hours, 36 years. But it was good though, because he was second coming off the bike and then... Uh, he passed that Sam Laidlow, who represents France, but he's he's actually like English. But I saw it when when he passed me, like when the item passed him, he sort of put his arm round him, and you know it was like yeah, come on and all that, and then just kept running past him, and ended up beating him by about I think seven minutes or something like that. Crazy. Um, so what was the overall good. times? So the winner did seven hours. 40 minutes. Second place, I was seven hours 42, so a bit more, two minutes. And then third place was seven hours 43. And then an Aussie guy, Max Newman, was fourth in seven hours 44. Yeah, local Brisbane. So I think all lad. the first, the first, the first 10 athletes were all under eight hours. Jeez. Um, wow. Yeah. The first four athletes were all inside the course record as well wow um, and the women's result pretty crazy i'll just get the uh women's result hold on a sec whilst you're um looking for that we should um give that yeah. Max a shout out because he's the the park run record holder at warner lakes in brisbane so he's a real local guy so well done oh, yeah yeah well wow. done, Max. yeah is that his local park run steve i think so yeah wow. yeah Oh, by the way, I did. I've done just over forty k this week, so I think I topped yeah. everyone. I got forty nine. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My legs are still fair. You know, Carl was saying, how long do you recover for a marathon? I still, I've still got that marathon in my legs. Like I can yeah. feel it. Like I went for a run and I was like, God, my buddy. And I only ran like six, what, 6K yesterday. Um, and my my legs, were, my glutes and my hammies are feeling really like tight. Like I'd been doing a, a weight leg workout. So I reckon I've still got that in me. It was only two weeks ago, wasn't it? Two or three weeks? Three weeks ago. Three weekends ago, yeah. That's nothing. So, yeah, just... right, here we go. It's like with some of the women's. So the winner was Chelsea Sodara from America, eight hours thirty-three. Second was Lucy Charles Barclay, eight hours forty-one. And then third was Anna Haag from Germany, eight hours forty-two. Is that the girl that won yeah. first, Fraser? So I seen on Beth McKenzie's Instagram. I think she was coming. Uh, third at the 35k mark, so she passed the other two girls. Yeah, so she, seven. I think she was like even third or fourth off the bike, and she yeah. just like, right so enough. yeah, it wasn't much she in it. I think it ran was, a, yeah. yeah, she ran a like two hours 50 marathon or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty mad. She's the first American to win, I think. It's, uh, it's, it's good to watch, it's really good, like. I say about crowds and stuff, like the crowds are out there watching that and running down that home straight, and that must be mad. Seeing a little bit of the footage, man, it must have been super hot too. I know that um, Hawaiian Eye, man, they always say it's like really hot and, and yeah. really hot and humid. And it's Even like this packing. time of year, it's pretty warm out there. In the middle so what, what season are they in? Are they like, are they half the Northern Hemisphere, but it, they're near the board. They're, near so they're the in summer. So they're, yeah, because win, it's winter in America. We're sort of spring, so they're going into autumn. So it must be in between us and them. So they must be in summer at the moment. You know, I see what, one of the in the men's where they come to a water station where they just usually got like the cups or whatever. They were like throwing the cups and stuff over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the athletes just grabbed the big bottle that they were <laughs> using to fill up the cups. He yeah. grabbed that. <laughs> And <laughs> was just like chucking it over him and just throwing it down his throat and over himself and yeah. all that. Yeah, I've oh. seen the same little, like, they go past the yeah. tables and there's multiple tables, like six tables of drinks. Yeah. And they go, and there's probably like a gap of five meters or something between them. They grab a cup and go sip and then the rest goes on them. And just yeah. go sip, another one, and just yeah, go sip, like another one, another one, probably like six or eight cups. And it was only a sip out of each one. And the rest was just to cool them down. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Crazy. And I think they even like somewhere just stopping, filling their hats up with ice. Yeah, put them back on. Yeah, I saw that as well. So it must be super hot. It must be summer in Hawaii and autumn in bloody America or something. I don't know how it works. Yeah. It's because they're near the equator. So it's, you know, it's like a wet season, dry season. So it's always always hot. Always hot. Yeah. And a local guy from the Goldie, um, Bones, we spoke about him on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I've just seen on his Instagram, he's just finished. I'm not 100% sure of his other splits, but he finished the marathon in just over four hours. So good on yeah. your bones. Another legendary yeah. effort. Yeah. He's got no coach, no nothing. He's just like hardcore. Swims, <laughs> just swims, runs, and rides as much as he can yeah, throughout yeah. the week. Fair play, like the uh, like I know that Lucy Charles Butler, she comes from a swimming background, but she ran, she uh, swam the three point eight k in like fifty minutes. Yeah, that's just like 
Smart. Yeah. You've just got to be like world class at every discipline, haven't you? Yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. I was saying yesterday, I'd love to do an Ironman triathlon, but I just swim. no good at swimming. Like, I can swim, but yeah. I'm just not like that. You know. You should do a team event. I'll do the swimming. I'm really good at swimming. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and you could do a bike, and Steve could run, or Fraser. He's could... so tall; he only got to do three yeah, legs. Three... Push off the off the thing. Yeah, three things. Built... He's got to the other end. Thirteen paddles built in. <laughs> Big arms, flippers. Yeah, His feet. Blimey. I used to yeah. do swim squat. Like Thirteen so feet. Used to used to do swimming at school up to year nine. So we did that. Remember, Steve, Wally, we did we did that um, corporate one for my uh, company yeah, yeah. down at uh, Southport there. I did a bike leg with one of them. Yeah. yeah. You did one as well, didn't you, know? Yeah, I did one with, not with you, it's with some of your other, uh, with your other colleagues from, from, um... You used to, you used to, have, a, used to have a few teams. I don't know they still Open do. Blakely. But you used to do, you could even do, have a team where you all do yourself, you do the, the swim, bike, run, and then hand over, then another one does it, and then yeah. so there's three of you. Or there was another one where someone just does the swim, someone just does the bike, and then someone just does the run. They do one of those at Malula Bar, don't they? That you did. Yeah, yeah. I remember the same again, Fresh. You did one at Malula Bar where uh, you were um, in a team of three. I think you just did the ride or the run or something. No, I think I did that. It was a, that was a half Ironman. That was I did the did the run. Yeah, Stradbroke, oh, Stradbroke oh, Island Classic. They do that too. Oh, you can do the. Well, we should do that. We could do a fairly long. We could do a, try and work out a fairly long run, but. Between us, rather than they you know, um, over too quick. Wax did the Malulabar triathlon, I think, oh, maybe 2020. All right. And he hadn't really been doing any swimming training. And uh, I was like saying to him, oh, mate, you're going to suffer in that swim. And the surf was, because it swims in the surf. Yeah, and the, the surf sea, was yeah. massive. And I was <laughs> like, oh, I was trying to like, you know, I was trying to G him up a bit saying, oh, man, you know, you should have been swimming more. I told you. <laughs> And then on the day, because the surf was so bad, they cut the swim down to about 300 metres. Yeah. Oh. So you got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they do the um, the Noosa triathlon. They do a in, team event in that. That's a great one to do. But Noosa, they usually swim in the uh, chat. In, uh, they swim the, out in the ocean now. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah. There's sharks in that channel. Right. Yeah. yeah, heaps of bull sharks in there. But the noose is usually pretty calm, and it's never unless there's a cyclone, you yeah. don't really get too much yeah. swell there. And that's pretty good. But then the time you get to do the run, it's like ten. You know, this is done yeah. at the end of October it's time. Late. It's like ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and you're running ten k, and it's oh. just like thirty odd degrees. Just <laughs> cooking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did one at Raby Bay. At- it's called a sprint triathlon. It's a half Olympic distance. And the 750-meter swim took me 15 minutes. So I was ended up doing it in breaststroke oh, just to, gosh, to get man. it done. And then, I was kind of, um, people were coming up to me going, who is it? Was it someone said the phrase? That was me. Because I, I was like staring on the side because I went down with Nathan we was watching. And this, I remember there was this like little lad with his dad. And he went to his dad. Dad, he was Nathan was at the back of the swim. He goes, "What's what's that? What's that man doing over there?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> Nathan was doing the breaststroke. Everyone else was doing the front form. And like and his dad went, "Oh, he's just doing he's just doing breaststroke." Uh, <laughs> I had the Mate. lifeguard come over to me on the old paddleboard. He goes, um, he goes, this is probably should be okay? story time." He goes, "He goes, are you all right there, mate?" I said, "Yeah, I'm fine." I'm sorry. <laughs> Me and um, me and Wes, um, 
Wes from my gym is a big uh, heavyweight Irish. Um, he was a, he, oh, he's had over a hundred boxing fights, so one of the toughest blokes I've ever met. But anyway, he wanted to do a triathlon really badly, and and he said, oh, "I really want to do a triathlon." And I said, "If you enter one, I'll I'll do it just as like moral support." And so we entered the Raby Bay one, and it was only a sprint one, so it was only I think like four. That's where I did Raby Bay, Cleveland. Yeah, it's in the canal, eh? Oh. In the canals. And um, and horrible. We, we like Wes can't, he can't. Well, I mean, he can swim, but he can't swim, swim. Do you know what I mean? Like he can do breaststroke and a bit of like free survive. Style, we survive. I'm like telling to. him, yeah, mate, you'll be all right. These swims are so short; it's over and done with. You know, and it was like a 400 meter swim or something. And then the start of the swim leg, we had to swim out to like a boy and tread water for about five minutes before the like, you know, before they. <laughs> blew the whistle for you to go and like oh man we're just out in the middle of this canal with oh, treading water i'm just thinking why did i say yes to this and then the day the whistle went and i just swam as because i was going to wait around for wes and swim with him <laughs> since that whistle went i was like see yeah, you i'm out of it i just hammered it and, and got out of the water and i remember thinking shit i hope he's going to be all right but yeah he got out not long after me he swam pretty good in the end yeah it's not a bad. It's not, once the 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 twenty k ride is uh, f- uh, four laps of five k up up the hill, back down, round, yeah. and that, and then you do a out and back five k run. I think I did something like twenty two minutes then, or something twenty twenty one minutes even back then. But that was a yeah, it was like I'm talking fifteen years ago. Lisa, I tell you who came. Uh, Lisa Nichols came to watch. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, bless her. And um, yeah, she got me into it. She was like, she used to do them. She really got me into it. She was, she came to all my triathlons. She was really enthusiastic. She'd love coming to watch them and that. Yeah, I remember that one down at Southport because it was just like, it was good because it was like you could walk for the first 50 meters before you actually actually start swimming. So then you could walk on the way back in. So you could walk for the first 50 meters and then the last 50 meters coming back in. I remember yeah. like going out and then trying to swim and then yeah the bloke on the paddle board. So like you're all right, mate. I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm all right, mate. Oh, <laughs> I'm out, we come out the water and my like upper chest and me that yeah. was just felt I felt I'd been at the gym just doing bench yeah. press for the last hour. Because yeah. it was just so pumped up. Yeah. And it, it all just from doing brush stroke and stuff. Mm. It's crazy. Any of you's got any races coming up, running races? Nah, uh, we're just all in plan. um red running. We're just Red Run. Mount oh, yes. So um, just to let everyone know, the Red Run uh, spaces are filling up. So if you're interested to jump in, it's free to enter. And we'd like to say that Terra Tribe um, at uh, Eaton's Hill are helping with the uh, sort of like sponsoring, advertising uh, the event for us. So they're going to be there on the day with a big stand. Uh, so you get you forget, your, you forget anything important. I'll have it there, but uh, yeah, they're helping us out with the event. So thank you uh, very much. Terra hey, Tribe. Got, got to give a shout out to Terra Tribe because they're so good. They, they support all the local events. They let the like striders do their like seminars there. You know, they're always doing the right thing for the um, running community. So if you need a pair of trail shoes or any gear, go and support them. I'll put the link in the description for that. They've got like, a great selection yeah, of shoes. Look after them that support the, you know, the local scene. They do all the gels, the Morton, 
Uh, yeah. not, not Mortine, Morton gels. <laughs> and they do the pure. They do the pure nutrition uh, drink out there, I think, if I remember rightly, and um, Hammer Nutrition. Now, I've got my um, Black Diamond poles from there as well. They were the cheapest around, actually. So they were they were down like 230 bucks or something. So uh, they've got, they got a sale on at the moment. I think they've got an end-of-season sale on. So, uh, yeah, go, go online, check them out. And if you like something, then... You can go down there and pick it up. Or, yeah, it's a great yeah. shop. They've got everything in there. You know, all the vests, hats. So hard to walk out not buying something. Because yeah. you just like, oh, yeah, I'll get that, get this, you know. All right. So we mentioned a few people on the show earlier with some results from trail running. Um, I reckon this week we give a shout out to Andy Day from Runco um, as the local legend for the week. I think we all agree he's um, good. diverse approach to every sort of distance and he's sort of um being a coach as well as a runner he pretty much nails everything doesn't he for his age well, he won the, he won the noosa 100 this uh, 100k this year yep. and then he's gone and uh he's going to closely beaten at um 13k inaugurated 13k trail yep. trail race yeah it's so. another seven races i'm sure he would have ended the whole lot too so it'd be interesting to see where he goes for the whole season might get a few firsts mm. yeah, yeah. Consistent. Yeah. It's all about being consistent, isn't it? He yeah, is a legend, so, isn't he? It's like the Tour yeah. de France. You don't have to win. You don't even have to win a stage at the Tour de France. You yeah. just have to be the most consistent, highest-placed rider. Yeah. yeah, so well uh, done, Andy Day. Yeah, yeah. well done, mate. Local legend. All right, right. let's go out and have dinner. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Catch well, you, boys. Thanks right, for listening. We'll, we'll try and catch up with Mike Walsh um, yep. during the week or something and splice that onto um one of the other shows because he was going to join us today but he yeah we've missed Sounds him. great but it was great to chat to carl yeah yeah he's a legend isn't he yeah we have to go for a well, you get you pumped to, to 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 do it like especially for myself he, he on north side of brisbane does he brighton yeah all oh, right oh well. brighton so yeah, yeah. um yeah, could be pumped to do it in 2024. I know it's only 18 months away. Actually, it sounds like a long time away, but it's only 18 months. You go for a run at Sandgate or something with him because Brighton's close. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. All right, all right, cool. boys. Catch all right, guys. Us. Have a good week. Thanks for listening. Run safe. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's